This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was ice. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is still technically episode number 256. Technically it is, yeah. Spiritually, it might be 254 for a few people. (laughs) We haven't fully committed to the bit of our episode numbers starting to go down. They've gotten too high. Uh, I, it feels like we're waiting or just like in an appropriate way, I think, just kind of waiting for some degree of outside influence, whether it's some feedback from the Discord community or I, I have a, I have just like a gut feeling that we'll know when it's time to kind of climb okay. down the ladder. That's, that's my gut feeling. My gut I feeling is that, that we'll have know. a gut feeling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that. When you don't know, listen, trust your gut. Listen trust, to your gut. Exactly. And right now it's saying not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. (laughs) So it's still technically episode 256. Adam, in episode 255, we talked about toothpaste. Yeah, we did. We covered it extensively. And in the toothpaste episode, I pitched out cheesecake in a tube. Uh, Teeth cakes, I believe. That's right. Yep. And every so often, you and I will get a text message from a friend and a former uh, guest on the No Joke podcast (laughs) who came on to talk about Late Night. His name is Nick Bernstein. Good old Nick. Nick isn't just a friend and not just a discerning friend. He works in the world of Late Night. He is an executive at Late Night, and he knows knows a good idea when he sees one. That's for sure. Professionally, he does. Yeah. And he heard about Teeth Cake, and folks, (laughs) if you think that I'm going to follow this up with him saying he wants to invest the exact opposite is true, he thinks Teeth Cake is a very bad idea. Very bad. If anything, if he had had theoretical money invested, he'd want to divest. That's right. Nick yeah. Bernstein, he said, I'd like to give you some network notes. Mainly, <laughs> nobody wants to be rinsing cookie crumbs out of their teeth after brushing their teeth. <laughs> yeah. 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 He took issue, which I think that we touched on when talking about teeth cakes, with the textural element of mm-hmm. of, of the of the paste. Um, yes. And to that, I would say I, I it's hard to disagree with that. No one wants to associate clean teeth with cookie crumbs. Those two ideas mm-hmm. seem mm-hmm. to be a little bit sort of diametrically at odds with each other. However, mm-hmm. to Nick, I would say that some toothpastes that I've experienced in my life, granted a lot of those have been for kids, do have like little specks of texture. And that's part Thank of it. Thank you. And that's little part sparkles, of it. Little, little sparkles. Little granular sparkles little, that sometimes exactly. are a part of it. Yeah, Thank exactly. You, little grains of toothpaste sand that's in there on purpose to make your mouth say hello. And, okay. Yeah. So now our question to Nick is, we've received your note, and how we're going to follow up on the note is, what if in teeth cake, again, cheesecake in a tube that also yep. cleans the teeth, what if, as opposed to a bottom third of graham cracker cookie crunch, yes. we just have cookie crunch flakes, a la the golden sparkles right. in little kids' toothpaste? Interspersed throughout, sort of woven throughout throughout the paste. Um, and if we pull back a little bit, it's not one third of the paste, but it is there in spirit. Uh, look, creative uh, creativity is about compromise. It is about mm-hmm. uh, letting an idea evolve naturally. So mm-hmm. what we started with, a, like Billy said, a cheesecake bar that is also toothpaste. Uh, Nick mm-hmm. said, no one's going to want that. That sounds gross. My main mm-hmm. issue is the crumbly texture of the, cru- of the cookie crust. So we're That's saying right. to you, Nick, and to the entire No Joke Nation, what if it wasn't so crumbly? What if it was just little specks of crumbs interspersed throughout? 
would that a cha- whisper of crumb? A whisper, just a whisper of crumb. That's right. If it was a, a yes. whisper, more than a shout. So that's right. I don't know what that does for you, Nick. Um, please, please, you know, hit us back. Let us know if you want to invest. Um, Four five million dollars for two uh, percent mm-hmm. equity in this company. Uh, we'd love right. for you to come on board. Thank you, sharks. Thank, Thank you, sharks. Thank you, Shark Nick. Yeah. Thank you, sharks. <laughs> so we'll report back if we hear any other network notes. Yes. Um, but Adam, today we are not going to talk about toothpaste. However, no. we are going to talk about something that I feel like is somewhat directly related to the toothpastes that you like. Yes. The spirit of mint. The spirit of icy blasts. Y- yes. Today we are going to be talking about ICE. ICE. I-C-E, not the government agency (laughs) that terrorizes immigrants. We're talking about the natural occurring phenomenon, frozen water. And, you know, it's occurring to me in this moment as we talk about Mm. this on Wednesday that Mm -hmm. we have vowed to be the least topical podcast on the Internet. But as we speak, there is a devastating, devastating winter storm blanketing most of Texas. And I have seen some, as we all are aware of, and I have seen some truly – I mean it's horrible and people are without power and have been without power for days and days and days and texas doesn't have the infrastructure or the you know it never snows there but here comes climate change and all of a sudden it's a big snowstorm but i have seen have you seen that like one famous sort of going around the internet image of like the ceiling fan with huge icicles like yes crazy because pipes are bursting regular ceiling fan yeah exactly there's a regular ceiling fan and it has icicles pouring from it which is such an unusual sight yeah it's really haunting and people have been like and again we don't want you to talk about this but like people have been like juxtaposing that image with that image from the california fires that like famous photograph that was like the ups truck um parked on some cul-de-sac and the sky is just like fully blood red like from Mm -hmm. those fires was like this is climate climate it's happening. This is wild. <laughs> but that so ice that fan throughout north to south Texas, like the state of Texas, or is that a region? Do you know exactly? I, I, I don't I don't totally know like the geography sure. of it. I know like the Houston and Austin and Dallas zone. I mean, which seems like <laughs> I mean by Texas is so enormous as a as right. a physical piece of land that if it's like Houston and Austin and Dallas, that to me says that it's a ginormous storm that's affecting most of the state. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I really don't know, yeah. honestly. Got it. But sure. um but that ice fan has that has really been sticking in my mind and hadn't occurred to me that that so anyway, turns out that we are topical this week. So it turns out we're topical. Yeah, yeah. However, we didn't pick the topic because the biggest state in the country is currently covered. In right. It. We spoke on it because the word ice is just out there. It's out there. Rarely discussed. <laughs> rarely discussed. Yes. Um, so, Adam, I ask you, first and foremost, there's a few different cubes. Do you have a desired cube when it comes to ice? Do you like the traditional uh, kind of God, almost I'm... rhombus in the wild? Or do you like <laughs> crushed? Do you like crushed ice? I am so happy that you kind of were getting into shape. We're getting into shapes right off the bat. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do, I do have a preferred ice, uh, and, and I'm, I'm so glad that we're talking about this. Crushed ice, to be honest with you, is a is is far is is not at the top of my list of preferred ice really? shapes. Really, I, I was going to guess that it was your number one by a landslide. No, it's it's not. It's not really. And let me try to think through why. I like it in certain contexts. In a slush, I like it when it's meant to be consumed as its own treat. A slushy, mm. an ice, an ice dessert treat mm. that you get at a bodega kind of situation like a snow cone if it's a mm. if it's a snow cone but and, that's a slushy situation i would right. say that that's the same as um crushed ice 
uh, oh, oh, so so in my mind, a snow cone. I'm imagining like a snow cone that you get like a, a okay. like a baseball game. Is that to you crushed ice? That to me is. I'm thinking crushed more ice. pellets. I'm thinking more like pellet. Little pellet rabbit pellets. pellets. Little rabbit pellets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I think what I'm gonna say is rabbit pellets. Uh, and I hate to shock you here, but it's nice to know after years of friendship that I can still surprise you. But I'm yeah. gonna say that rabbit pellets were at the bottom of my list. I'm gonna oh say that God. snow cone crushed slushy meant to be yeah. eaten ice sure that goes right above that i'm gonna take but now hold on yeah but before we even go on beyond that i feel like those are two different separate categories oh yeah ice there are the cubes that are meant to um kind of keep a drink cold yes and then there is when it's the entree when the yeah, ice exactly. is in center. Exactly. And that's what you're talking about with the slushies. Correct. So I feel like those might be in two different categories. That's but fair. If you're going all the way through your list, by all means do. No, no. I think you're totally right. When ice is the entree versus ice is the accoutrement. I completely right. agree with that. Um, right. Uh, the, but then I, do you have the rhombus in the wild above the slush? I do have the rhombus in the wild above the slush. I think that goes above okay. the slush for me. Um, for instance, okay. if I'm ever at a fancy house and they have a refrigerator with an ice yes. uh, machine built in and you can yes. go cubed or crushed, I'm going cubed Nine and a half times out of ten, really? crushed only if I'm feeling experimental. Really? Yeah. What's your? Are Why? You, maybe I'm just a slave to routine. Maybe mm-hmm. I've just been familiarity. Familiarity. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But there's something about the. Do you like the timeline? Do you know that it's going to last a little longer? You have expectations with the rhombus in the wild cube. Here, here's here's part of it for me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, the expectation's a big part of it. I know it's going to melt at a nice steady pace. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the melting ratio of the crushed ice. It seems like its own yeah. animal. It seems like it ha- yes, has a mind of its definitely. own. Chaos. Like, chaos. chaos. Yeah, exactly. Like, it almost feels like a living thing. Like, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but, but I think another part of it for me is, to Nick Bernstein's point, textural. Mm. Because when I take a – if I have a yum, uh, delicious Coca-Cola Classic, which you and I both love. Yeah, let's if, use that as our working model. That's the working model. We have model. a cup of Coca-Cola Classic, and we could put a different type of ice. Exactly. So I got a cup of classic, and I, I yeah. put a couple rhombuses in the wild in there. I like the sound yeah. of the chinkle, chinkle, chinkle when mm-hmm. I mix the glass. So it's sort of an oral, it's orally, auditorily pleasing in that way. Mm-hmm. So it's got a kind of musicality to it that I respond to. But also, yes. when I take a big old gulp, because I like to gulp my classic, so when I Talk take that me. gulp, sometimes what can happen with the crushed ice is that it can avalanche towards the lip. And it can sort oh, of yeah. shoot oh, down sure. towards the mouth and in oh, a yeah. way that is surprising and frankly unwelcome to me. Yes, so yes. That, so I don't want any surprises with my ice. You know, I, I am so surprised that you like peanut butter with peanuts in it, chunky peanut butter, <laughs> yeah, but you don't like crushed ice. I, I'm full of contradictions, I guess. Yeah, Because we are on exact opposite ends of the spectrum where I like <laughs> creamy peanut butter because I don't like the texture in my peanut butter. Yeah. However, yeah. when it comes to a Coca-Cola classic and we're talking like movie theater, style yep i'm getting the rabbit pellets because i want them to jingle jangle across my teeth (laughs) you you what okay got it that is so fascinating so in fact i'll sometimes let a couple slip through on purpose bite on purpose yeah for the crunch yeah i mean it's a good point it's like a crushed ice is to your point entree is such a nice way to put it it takes center stage in a way It, it 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 is sort of like if you're having a conversation with a friend, in this case, your friend is a Coca-Cola classic, the crushed ice is someone mm-hmm. that sort of butts into the conversation and is like, oh, yeah. what are you guys oh, yeah. talking about? I'm totally. also here. It's everywhere. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> you can't avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's a real elegance to the cubes. Of course. They, yeah. 
they they know they take up space, but they're not trying to get in your way. They're yeah, just doing their job. That's they're right. Go away soon enough. The other ones are just loudmouth strunks. Here we are. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> rabbit pellets are problems for sure. For sure. Um, but I do. <laughs> Exactly. So the rabbit yes. pellets, the rabbit pellets, sort of interject themselves into your drinking experience in a way that is but, aggressive and fo- ice forward, very ice and yet, forward. And yet, that is top of my list. I that love that for you, list. and I love that for yes. you. Like, uh, um, <laughs> Adam, we have to go into our first act break. Oh, okay, um, great. Is there something you want to tease? A different type of ice that you were hoping to tease? It sounded like you had something to say. Well, I did, and something that takes the top of my list, which is a variation of the rhombus in the wild. And hmm. uh, can I explain this well? It is a, it is a, um, a, a, a your, your classic ice cube, but it's got two holes on either side. You understand what yes. I'm saying? So Adam, that <laughs> it is the pig in a blanket without the pig. Bingo! That's my favorite. We, That's my all-time. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> we're talking about that tubular. Yeah, tubular the absence. Yes, the absence of a tube. Correct. Within the ice cube. Correct. Yeah. That, how's that for a cliffhanger, folks? <laughs> in the second act, the absence of a tube within thine ice cube. Yeah. So we can obviously play Ice Ice Baby. Oh, of course. We can obviously play Ice Cube. Of we can obviously course. play Ice Tea. Granted. Um, I know that you were pretty big. Were you a big fan of To the Extreme, the album, or just Ice Ice Baby? In no, general? the whole. I mean, Ice Ice Baby in particular, of course, but there were a couple songs on there that I Yo. loved. Talk to me. Okay, one I. I th- yeah, yeah. I'm oh. embarrassed to say that I think we've played on this podcast before. It's called, and I can barely choke these words out. I believe the Get song it. is called Having a Roni. Having. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like beatboxy and like acapella vanilla ice. So, okay. Eight year old me obviously loved that. I don't know if we've ever one. played Having a Roni, but what's an even deeper cut than Having a Roni? Well, there's the one that goes, Stop that train. I want to get off. There's Yikes. that one. <laughs> okay, that's embarrassing. I'm sorry I made you do that. Um, Is there an even deeper cut than Stop That Train, I Want to Get Off, and Having a Roni? It's a really good question. I'm really trying to remember the other tracks on the album. Ice, it was one of those CDs where like, you just basically played Ice Ice Baby on repeat all day, all night, uh, and yeah. sort of ignored the other tracks, to be honest. Um, Should we play Stop That Train? Should we stop the train? <laughs> it's. I can't say that it's a good song, but it is a song. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It is a song. So we can. I'll give you. I'll give you two options, and then we'll choose. We can either play Vanilla Ice. Okay. Stop that train. Okay. Or we can play Snow Informer. Oh, Snow for sure, obviously. What's up, man? Hey, yo, yo what's, what's going on? Sick and tired of five hole running up on the block. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Snow, they came around looking for you the other day. Word, word, bust it. Somewhere down the lane. 
and it keep on going down. So because the mother think them have more power. They pon the phone, me say they pon a war. Me for once I use the one, so now me call me lover. Love who me calling and the one tell me, I me lover you, my heart down to my belly. Yes, and I'm a summer, I feel cool and deadly. It's the one MC Shine and the one that is snow. Together we all have a Mr. Tornado in farmer. You know, say that I'm a stomach, I'm a flam. I like it, boom, boom, damn. Take them on the city, then I'm a stomach, start somewhere down the lane. I like it, boom, boom, damn. In farmer. You know, say that I'm a stomach, I'm a flam. I like it, boom, boom, damn. Take them on the city, then I'm a stomach, start somewhere down the lane. I like it, boom, boom, damn. So, listen for me, you better listen for me, you know. Listen for me, you better listen for me, you know. Bring me the rock, I'm like the woman, rock on stay. You see, then I'm a stomach, you're the art. But I'm not in on the dance I miss it where you come from People them say you come from Jamaica But me born and raised in the ghetto No one shall be know People don't keep them on as all the man know And yeah, my shoes and them say rapping And my toes just a show When me a born and all the ones you run So it's farmer You know say that I'm a stomach I go glam I like it boom boom damn Take them on the city Then I'm a stomach Start somewhere down the lane I like it boom boom damn In farmer You know say that I'm a stomach I go glam I like it boom boom damn Them and I say, say that I'm a stomach start somewhere down the lane I like it boom boom damn Come with a nice young lady Intelligent, yes she jungle in Ari Everywhere me go, me never left for a tally You say that it's no me, I do rum dance manna Rum it in a dance and lay in a nation You never know, say that I'm a stomach at the boom shaka Tell me never lay you down flat and now I'm can't bow down sir. You say that I'm a stomach, I go region at the top So in farmer, you know, say that I'm a stomach, I go blame I like it boom boom damn Take them and I say, say that I'm a stomach, start stumble down the lane I like it boom boom damn In farmer, you know, say that I'm a stomach, I go blame I like it boom boom damn Take them and I say, say that I'm a stomach, start stumble down the lane I like it boom boom damn Why would he? Welcome back to the No Joe Podcast. We're talking about ice, and that was the, I believe, Canadian musical artist Snow with his song Informer, a true classic. Really? Canadian? I think, I'm pretty sure. Why does that stick in my brain? I feel like he's like, like, uh, yeah, something tells me he's Canadian. Uh, please, uh, listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. But something I'm I shocked hunch- because there's some pretty serious patois happening in that song. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of patois. Wow. Yeah. He brings a lot the of patois. just like Jamaica, Jamaica language. A surprised. lot of Jamaica language. Something that's so funny related to Jamaican language is that our uh, almost two year old son is starting to talk a lot more and more. And the way he pronounces mm. things, sometimes he definitely has sort of a patois flair. He'll say, Can I have some wata? Oh, wata. wata. <laughs> what? He says wata, wata which I love. Wata. Wata. Yeah. But yes, plenty of patois there in that snow track, but that was informer. Uh, late 90s, Bill? Mid 90s? What are we talking yeah. about there? That's yeah, like, I think we're talking like, like mid 90s. 
yeah. mid-90s. A yeah. few years before I started DJing at a roller skating rink, and that song oh, was yeah. prime roller skating rink material in the early 2000s. Billy, I have to confess to you something. Sometimes I will uh, be out in the world, and I will check in with our podcast, and uh, only, uh, not only, I will kind of fast-forward through your and my talking, and I'll go straight mm-hmm. to the musical selections. Just the songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. Want to, I just want to know what we were feeling that day. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah. In the Begathon, I think we might have even played a game uh, in episode 200 of the Begathon where we said the songs that played in that episode and we had to reverse <laughs> oh, yeah. engineer what the episode was actually That's about. That's right. And I don't think I got any right. <laughs> Yeah, right. sometimes it's, uh, to use an improv term, it's a little A to C, the way that we get to these songs. But um, yeah. But anyway, I'm psyched to listen to Snow's Informer. I love that song. Yes. <laughs> Good song, great song. Oh, yeah. Uh, Adam, we promised a heavy-hitting cliffhanger yeah. at the end of the first act. Yeah. You brought up an ice cube, a yep. rarely discussed ice yep. cube. And I bet I know, A, I know what it looks like. If you'd like to describe it again, by all means. And I bet I know why it's your favorite. Oh, okay, great. Well, just to reiterate, uh, as you said, it's the ice cube with the absence of the tube. It is your classic rhombus in the wild, clean lines, nice spherical shape or whatever. Not spherical, but, you know, just like smooth outside. But it's got one hole on either end, almost like a Chinese finger trap kind of situation. And it's got a, like you said, an absence of a tube. It's almost like there a tunnel. There's a a tunnel. tunnel. Well said. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and, this is but, a classic ice cube that shows up at like events, and when you get it, I'll, yeah. let me, I'll speak for myself and you tell me if this is why you love it. Please. Because at some point, it starts to melt, and then you can slowly start to push your tongue through the hole. Bingo! <laughs> and you can slowly burrow your tongue through Bingo. the hole more, and that's a fun activity. It's a fun thing. Sips. Ex- in between sips. I, I could not bingo more. I mean, I am shouting bingo from my rooftops. Uh, it is a, bingo it is, received. <laughs> bingo received. It, it is a. Um, the, it, it has the smoothness and everything I'm looking for and the clink, clink, clink of the mm-hmm. auditory pleasure from the mm-hmm. Rhombus in the Wild genre mm-hmm. of Cube. And then it yes. has, like you said, this little extra bonus DVD feature of just like, well, yeah, you mm-hmm. can kind of sort of tongue it a little bit and it's got a fun little – it's got some air vacuum in there. It breaks a little bit easier than your solid – a, a little, little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, when you chew, when you take a sort of a hearty bite into it with your tooth, you can sort of that's when the sort of like ab, the, the absence of the tube or the va- or the vacuous air inside sort of really pays off. It makes a kind mm-hmm. of a pleasing sort of high pitched crunching squeaking sound almost. It's yes. got a lot of yes. a lot of a lot of kind of a lot of different kind of sensory uh, sensory pleasures there. So. And you're right. I, so, th- I associate it with like weddings and bar mitzvahs and fancy things. So like yeah, it's it all coming from it's coming from a bowl, like yeah, scooped right. into your glass. Correct. Correct. You're not seeing that broken out of some sort of ice, like ice that's right. in a traditional freezer. That's right. It's coming from an event. Correct. If you want a tunnel in your ice, go to an event. <laughs> so Adam, we've established that the best ice. Uh, it seems comes with an activity. So coming uh, yeah. off of the overwhelming success of creating toothpastes last episode, yes, I challenge us in this act right here, right now, okay, to design our own sort of futuristic, interactive, and probably wildly successful ice of the future. I got one. Wow. <laughs> okay, I think I got one. Okay, was so <laughs> I was I was wholly ready to offer to go first. <laughs> Something just sprung to mind, and uh, as is the nature of podcasting, Clearly. it's gonna it's gonna come blurting right out the mouth. Okay, Let it send it. Well, 
So this is easy. Uh, everyone knows the uh, uh, Yolanda Vega would pick the lottery numbers. On I would say a very small percentage of our audience knows Yolanda <laughs> Vega picks the lottery numbers. You know, early 2000s, localized to New York City in the metro area, local news, lottery correspondent, <laughs> local television news, lottery correspondent, Yolanda Vega. You all know her. <laughs> lottery correspondent this oh, is going so to lead to ice i don't i can't imagine how <laughs> anyway so yolanda vega would pick the lottery numbers uh and she would do so by putting a lot of balls in a big yes. in a big what would you call it bill a big bigger ball a big i don't know sphere big, big sphere, sphere. kind of mm-hmm. rolled it around. around there was a handle you roll it around and one kind of boop boop deposits out and there's your gumball machine winner. style gumball, gumball machine, machine style. style i propose a similar thing with ice cubes okay. that's all okay. that's it so it's a Wait, big so what <laughs> what's all what's it <laughs> that's so it you... it's just how he delivers the ice cube essentially it, yeah exactly it's more of a kind of a de- it's it's just the fun is just in the delivery mechanism of it it's got like okay. a, a, i would say let, let me put it this way just to add a little flair to it so you have a lot of um uh the woodward really worked with crushed ice this has got to be rhombuses in the wild uh tunnel or no tunnel either works uh and i would even go so far as to say let's just say that the sphere itself is made of ice ice sculpture Mm -hmm. style Mm -hmm. so again ice cold keeps keeps your your ice cold cold. keeps your ice cold Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. um so it's not – it's an activity only in as much as it's – like you said, it's the delivery method. The dis- It's an ice dispenser okay. that has a little bit of uh, character, a little bit of personality to it. That um, really – that hit you hard, Adam. You were ready – you were all too ready to talk yeah. about your slightly larger ice cube that holds ice cubes. That holds ice cubes. But uh, but to me, the fun is in the twirling. There's a lever I also mm-hmm. ideally made of ice, and you can really kind of get it going, and you can yes. sort of see all the ice cubes sort of jingle-jangle around the bigger ice sphere until you yeah. finally uh, – have one that's selected. That's all. Yeah. That's so you all. modified the ice delivery. You made the ice delivery mechanism fun. I, I hope it's fun. I hope it's it fun. It is fun. Oh, that's fun for me. <laughs> Would you consider branching out and also making gumball machine style, put a quarter in and an ice cube comes down the chute, slidey, 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 out the little door? Love that. I absolutely love it. Yeah. That's a variation of, I, I, I'm, I'm interested. I mean, you said that the sort of tunnel ice cubes come from a bowl and it just had me thinking, what are other fun ways to deliver and dispense thine cubes? Yep. So yep. that yep. was, that's yep. all. Yeah. So I'm going to pitch you my ice cube. Hit me. Um, um, it's called Ice Tunes. Oh, great. Ice Tunes, one okay. word. Okay. iTunes with a C-E. Snuck. Oh, got it. Okay. Ice Tunes. Got it. So essentially, these are ice cubes that you put in your drink. Okay. Right? And you let them melt down. Okay. Until they're no longer there. And when they melt down, Adam, a little stamp reveals itself. Oh. It was in the Ice Tune the whole time. You take the stamp, you put it under your tongue. And as it dissolves under your tongue, a song from your favorite pop artist will play in your mouth. Now, time out. I, first of all, brilliant. I absolutely love it. It's like it's like when you open a, a pack of baseball cards and there's a piece of chewing gum inside. Mm-hmm. So I love the idea of hiding a piece of media inside thine eyes. That's exactly. That. <laughs> exactly. The media's inside each cube. <laughs> And you find out which artist you get when your ice cube dissolves. You put it under your tongue, and suddenly Kelly Clarkson, Maroon 5, all so the good. ones 
are are singing in your mouth. Now, now, not to get bogged down in the weeds here, because I know that sure. we're just kind of brainstorming blue sky in yeah. this. What is the like the so so the stamp is its own little. It has a speaker. How does the music literally play? How so does are you it familiar with the candy pop rocks? Of course, you put them in your mouth and you hear the sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. Yes. So what if you could arrange all of those little sizzling sounds to actually mimic some of your favorite songs from today's top 40 of pop artists? Whoa. Would you be interested? Uh, beyond interested, I'd be amazed. Yes. So that's what we're doing. We're harnessing the power of pop rocks in the stamp and choreographing the sounds to sound like Since You've Been Gone and Yellow by Coldplay, all the big songs. So basically, pop rocks, you'll be creating pop and rock hits with the pop rocks. Ice tunes. Ice tunes. Sorry, with the ice tunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yeah. but yes, pop. We'd be playing pop rock from pop rocks yes. on ice tunes. Well, it's yes. genius. I mean, I don't. I mean, you're you're. That is uh, an innovative idea. I love mm-hmm. it very very much because the mm-hmm. ice gets to be enjoyed at its own tradition. Like you're both getting the pleasure of consuming a delicious ice cube. Thank you, ice. Mm-hmm. And then thank once you, that uh, thank you, ice. And once that ice cube has been completed, there's this other bonus feature that yes. is media. The reveal. The reveal. The reveal. Yeah. Um, I think that's really great. How, I mean, I think that's a really good idea. I can't imagine Nick Bernstein will have take any umbrage with that. I mean, I don't see no, anything weird about that yeah, at that's all. Foolproof. That's that foolproof. That seems foolproof no, to me. No notes necessary. Thank yeah. you, Nick. Thank Appreciate you, Nick. <laughs> uh, in advance. Thank you, no, thank you, Nick. No notes <laughs> yeah. necessary. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, that's really good. I think that's really yeah, good. Yeah, I think that's pretty foolproof and uh, – Perfect. I think that's just perfectly explained. I don't think we have to take um, Ice Tunes any further. If you'd like to invest, however, nojokepod at gmail.com. Yep. You can invest on Discord. Uh, we have a No Joke channel there. And then yes. also, of course, on Twitter, at nojokepod, if yes. you'd like to invest in Ice House. Um, Adam, I do want to recognize that the two objects you made in the past two weeks were highly um, highly too big. I just yeah. Too big. They're, yeah. It's about the Comfort packaging. Song. I'm realizing too. It's like just I, I, I'm I'm realizing that I have a bit of a with the, my with the with the lemon uh, with the citrus yeah. toothpaste and with the ice cube uh, Yolanda Vega machine. Uh, yeah. It's just it's just it's really more about packaging than it is about product. I mean, you think big. You literally think big exclusively when it comes to packaging. I mean, like the product is the same. It's the packaging mm-hmm. that got big. To quote Sunset Boulevard. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I. I I, I feel like I'm in a bit, a bit of a mental rut. I'm not browbeating myself too much, but um, no, uh, I, I, mean, I will. I think you've knocked it out of the park. I think <laughs> you've made two really big objects. <laughs> and I think that's great. Thanks, Bill. Um, you're welcome, man. Thanks, um, man. Second act break. Two really big objects. <laughs> yeah. Is there a band or a song called Two Really Be Big, big. <laughs> Objects? And if so, did we write that song? <laughs> That's uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, two really big objects. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I haven't heard of that band yet. If it exists, yeah. I hope that they no. do somewhere. Uh, there's probably a band that is two really big objects. Isn't there a band that's called like the Cage and the Elephant? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> or like the elephant. Yes. Cage the elephant. Oh, Cage, cage the, the elephant. elephant. Okay. Cage the elephant is a band. Okay, it is, right? Not yeah. all cages are large, but you are onto something. Well, I mean if an elephant is large by nature, if you cage the elephant, that cage by nature is large. <laughs>
the no joke podcast that was the song aberdeen by the band cage the elephant uh cage and an elephant two fairly large objects and that was the yeah. that was the idea yeah if you guys can hear it in my voice i'm a little forlorn yeah yeah B- a little forlorn and it's only because i feel like we punted on that song i get that i feel like we missed it we were I get coming that. off of you saying how proud you were of sometimes listening back to our episodes and having a real visceral reaction to the songs. Yeah. We looked up a bunch of Cage the Elephant songs, and full disclosure, Billy and Adam didn't know that many Cage the Elephant songs. <laughs> yeah, that's the full disclosure. Yeah, not cute, not the super fans we thought we were. No, yeah. we're not elephants. We <laughs> wish we were elephant heads. We yeah. wish we wore the trunks proudly. Yes. But we just... I feel like we punted a little bit. Yeah, Could we have I, I, done better? Maybe. Probably. I'm sure Aberdeen's a great song. Yes. Aberdeen is a great song, and we love Cage the Elephant, but yes. I don't know. Listening I, back to this episode, you might you might be a little disappointed. I hope not, but I hear you. I hear you, Bill. I mean, look, yeah. um, not every musical selection can be a home run, but it's at least a ground rule double. Okay. I, <clears throat> bounced over the wall. Yeah, it bounced, bounced over, over the, the wall. wall. It bounced. Yeah, it still got it over the wall, but it, it bounced. It, it, yeah. it kissed the grass, and it got over the wall. That's Maybe right. Maybe a little help, but it got over. Okay. That's right, yeah. All right, you've put Pep back in my <laughs> Okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something I also do want to say about ice, when purchasing ice from that mm. sort of sets it apart 
um, one of the reasons that to me ice is so wonderful and I and it has esteem in our culture is because mm-hmm. when you go to a grocery store to buy ice, ice that's a, yep, which yep, is that's something a thing. that we've that's all a specific, done. That's a specific thing. Exactly, it is one of the right. few things that you pay for sight unseen in advance. Like mm. you pay, like you don't bring it and you don't put it on the checkout register belt. No, it is now in it's wet. The, now it's wet because now it's got to keep the belt dry if you can. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. ice has a place of honor that is at the not the back but the front of the grocery store more often yes, than not by the doors, by they the do doors, and by the to carry it long distances. That's they right. know that it's coming in five, eight, or ten pound party, <laughs> packs. <laughs> party packs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's usually placed next to the red box DVD rental box, and mm-hmm. you're able. To pick up your you're ice. getting a red box and you're getting a rhombus in the wild, folks. You're exactly. getting bags of ice and you're getting like varsity blues on blue. <laughs> exactly. Um, right. Which to me has just always been that's always just sort of a, a slightly thrilling moment is that moment where you say, uh, Yeah, I'm going to need six bags of ice. They ring it up and then you yeah. are j- a little bit left to your own device, is no pun yeah. intended, to sort of be yes. able to schlep it back to your car. Yeah, that's on you. You know what else that's is on next you. to the ice and the red box machine, Adam? What, Bill? I'm thinking of it right now and I'm trying to <laughs> send it into your mind. What other item is usually found? Or items are usually found next to the ice and the red box machine. Oh Take my god, point. this is so good. At the front of a grocery store, like on the way out. Yeah. Um, they're non traditional, but they're in grocery stores. <laughs> oh god. Are we talking about like um okay, God, this is a great question. I really want to get this. What else mm-hmm. is in that zone of the grocery yeah. store with thine ice, with thine red box? What's yes. there? What much like ice and much like red box, it's not food. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, you're not talking In about... that very specific section by the front doors. Dang it, dang it, dang it. You're not talking about, like, the magazine aisle, because most grocery stores... I am not. Have... I okay. knew that was going to come up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It is, no. It's even... It's more specific. It's more ice-adjacent, too. Oh, God, what is it? Okay. Like, uh, if oh, you're getting ice, charcoal? you might also be getting... Charcoal? Bags of charcoal? Same family. You set these on fire as well. You set these... Logs. Oh, 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 logs. Logs. Yep, yep. Logs. Absolutely right. Duraflame. They'll sometimes just have wood next to the ice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, is, this is the part of the grocery store where the natural elements are. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The heavy, cumbersome, natural elements. If you're going camping, you're going to need to make a pit stop at the wood section and the ice section. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. There, There is that specific like feeling. When you go to the grocery store to get groceries, there's one thing. But when you go, we have to go get ice, something is happening on the other end of that ice. Exactly. There's rarely a, there's rarely a non-event where you're getting a 5-pound, 8-pound, or 10-pound party pack. Well said. No one just runs to their grocery store because, oh, we happen to be... Be out of ice and we might Correct. need it sometime. That is never the context under which ice nope. is purchased. Nope. It is exactly. always a party pack. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. 60% chance you have a cooler in the trunk. Yeah, exactly. If you a bag of ice. Exactly. Um, yes. I have to say, when we were catering, uh, please everyone go back and listen to our catering episode with Dan Klein. But when we were all catering, one of my favorite little micro moments of catering mm. was filling up the huge Lexan, a.k.a. tub, with tub. your bottles of wine, with your bottles of beer, whatever's going to be served at the party yep. that day. And then that yep. wonderful experience of taking, slicing open a bag of ice and just mm. kind of dumping it on in there, watching the rhombus in the wild slip between the cracks of the wine bottles yep. fill up yep. the tub that that's yep. was always just sort of a pleasing tactile experience for me so um, and then sometimes adam we would uh line the 
we would line yes. the pickle buckets. We yes. would have pickle buckets. Yes. Remember that word? Yes, not for many years, but yes. Yes, pickle buckets. We'd fill them with the ice as well and then yeah. put that in the Lexans. It was Correct. just a great time. Folks, listen to the catering episode to get your second fill of ice. Yes. If you didn't get enough ice this episode, I'm sure we talked more about ice in the catering episode. I bet we did. Uh, um, yes, Adam, I'd like to bring up another form of ice that you – touched on earlier in the episode let's but hear it. it's an important form of ice okay the slushy yeah yeah the slushy yeah and i'd like to talk specifically not about ices <laughs> okay because i know that there's icy yeah i-c-e-e out there that own brand through. that's its own brand um, i want to talk about the big dogs slurpees slurpees now slurpees yeah. is is that the forgive my my cultural oh my blind God. spot here is that the 7-eleven brand beverage Come on. You don't know that Slurpees <laughs> are exclusive and made by 7-Eleven. That's right. You don't they, know that? I, 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 I felt it, and I just wanted mm. your confirmation. Um, <laughs> That's something you either know or you don't know. Did you grow up without a 7-Eleven? Yeah, I did grow up without a 7-Eleven. It's one of the many the many tragedies of my upbringing was that I did not have a 7-Eleven close by. I had your mobile gas station. I had your CVS, and mm. I had that. But I did not have a, an actual name brand 7-Eleven, which is— So now it feels like most gas stations will have an icy machine. Totally. A spinning, slushy, red right. or blue, right. just to fill in that, like, I need an icy cold blast. But pre-gas <laughs> stations, when gas stations didn't have the mobile mart— with yes. like all of the candies, and I think we should actually do an episode about gas station we'll, mobile marts because they are their own great world. Correct. But before, before they had like a bunch of candy bars and aisles you could walk down in Gatorades. Yes, it was just like cigarettes and gum. Yes, Seven Eleven always had the Slurpee machine. Yep, and it was ahead of its time. And now I feel like they've made Slurpees and slushies what they are today. This. Now they're commonplace because of Seven Eleven. Well, shout out to Seven Eleven for that. And would you, would you, in your own youth, was going to Seven Eleven to get a Slurpee? Yes. Was okay, great. Tell me about that. Me and me and Smitty, me and Chris Smith yes. grew up next door to one another. Yes. And there was like a year or two in our lives where we were playing roller hockey like three to four days a week cool and we would have down to the penny what it would cost to go to 7-eleven <laughs> afterwards and get a hot dog and a slurp yeah and buddy we did that and it was like like a dollar 73 <laughs> we would play hockey all day and then have a dollar 73 in our pocket but we became loyal to the coca-cola flavored and the cherry flavored stacked in one cup. oh interesting cola see that's see that is that 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 kind of demonstrates to be a bit of maturity because cola mm. that cola to me feels like a subtle like that there's something subtle about the cola flavor to me it's not cherry it's not blue raspberry blast yeah and it's not that you're going blue you're going blue blast you're going blue blast blurry blast <laughs> <laughs> i'd probably go if there was a lemon lime option if there was like a yeah. lemon lime version i'd probably do that i cherry you'd is you go pina colada something no, tells me you'd go pina no, colada i don't know i don't know really? about that i mean i, I probably you wouldn't, would. go, you wouldn't go coconut. I think I – well, uh, well, to be frank, I'd probably – personally, I would do coconut before I did cola. To me, cola is subtle. Wow. It's subtle and mature. It's like you're an wow. – that's like an adult drinking a slushy. to me, a slurpee. Really? To me, to me. Um, but wow. tell me about what you were – you were sort of aiming for a cherry Coke facsimile basically. Exactly. Almost exactly. And then sometimes yeah. we would have the like – we'd go base Coke – Cherry on top of yeah. that because the cherry will slowly seep into it, and then you'll have cherry coke on the bottom. Yep. But sometimes we would do a lemon line kiss. Love like that. The literal cherry on top. Love like kind that. Of squirt out of the plastic caps of Slurpees. Love that. Love that. It was just a little kiss. Yeah. <laughs> I really love but that. But Slurpees played a huge part 
in my growing up. Yes. Huge. Um, and yeah. talk to me about the width of the straw. Is it your normal traditional straw? Is there a special, like, fat, wide-mouthed Slurpee straw? It's a little more jumbo. So I think yeah. that they currently have two tiers of straw, which okay. is, like, the first maybe size or two of Slurpees probably go up to, like, 12 ounces and 20 ounces. Okay. And they're the slightly narrow cups. Yep. Um, the outsides are still big, wild colors, but, like, <laughs> within reason. Let's yeah. say they fit in the cup holder in your car. Okay, great. And for those, you get this the straw you're thinking of. Got it. Tradition. But then – exactly. Yeah. But then there are oh. those super extra jumbos. <laughs> yeah. The people who like, like, like the size of, like, air purifiers in your <laughs> living room, like cups like that. <laughs> Yeah. Those things come with straws that are basically like shrunken down water slides. <laughs> They're big. Yeah. They have a big spoon on yeah. the bottom for like the the heavy lifting of the bottom where we're going scrape job because the first 144 ounces of frozen cherry and soda were already enough. Now we're scraping the edges, getting in the corners. Those come with a water slide with a forklift on the bottom. I'm loving this. Um, yeah. That's amazing. So you would you did you ever dare? I'm assuming that your dollar seventy three what was factored into the economy of that was a twelve yeah. or twenty we were, ounce. We, I'm assuming. we weren't getting over twenty. Yeah. We wanted the one forty four, but like we did not work on Wall Street. We did not work on Wall Street. We did not work. 144 ounces of slush. Um, yeah. But yeah. then on, I'll say this, on 7-11, whatever day that is, what is that, like July 11th? Oh, yes, yes, yes. The smaller two Slurpees were seven cents. Amazing. And the big dogs, the ones that we could never afford to Don't tell buy me. or put in our car. Don't tell me. 11 Diamond that is criminal. That is outrageous. So, we went jumbo. so we'd play hockey on July 11th, 7-Eleven, and then go jumbo. <gasps> um, was tell me about the brain freeze uh, a factor? Did, were, did you have the kind of self restraint to see? That's another one of one of my sort of minor issues with the crushed ice with the slushy mm. style ice mm. is that I just don't have the self control not to freeze my brain with every five sips. Like it's just yeah. hard for me to avoid that. Really. Yeah, I feel like people have started to, like, want to have a brain freeze so that they can go through the motions of, oop, having a brain freeze. Performative brain freeze. Yes, exactly. I feel like performative brain (laughs) freeze syndrome is now a thing. (laughs) You feel like people are going out of their way, like, eating their— Yeah, too fast so they can performative— Yes. One might even say on slurpus. Exactly. (laughs) Did you do that on slurpus? (laughs) Yeah, The next time, and we're ending it here, the next time a friend of yours is having a Slurpee or a slushy, and they have a performative brain freeze moment, yes. you tell them, yes. did you do that on Slurpus? I definitely will. I definitely will. You yeah. question them, and if they confess, you know what, I did do that on Slurpus, then you're both better off. Oh, man. We'll end it there. We'll oh, end it there. On, did you one. do that on, on Slurpus? <laughs> yeah, good. Fairly good. Um, if we ever have to make up holidays in a future episode, Adam, I'd like to pitch out Slurpus. I don't know what happens on Slurpus. <laughs> it's July 11th. Pro- July 11th. It's Slurpus. <laughs> yeah, we need to talk to 7-Eleven. If any of you work at 7-Eleven and have some pull, we'd like to pitch that 7-Eleven forever be known as <laughs> Slurpus. <laughs> Happy Slurpus Eve, people say on July Happy- 10th. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Remind <laughs> yeah. us, please. Everyone put in your eye count. That yeah. Ju- July 11th is now known as Slurpus. <laughs> and remind us, because we will forget. And we, we don't want to. Yeah. July 11th. Oh, yeah. that's so Happy great. Slurpus, everyone. Happy Slurpus, right, everyone. Well, for the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next Slurpus. Happy Slurpus, everyone. That was a HeadGum Podcast.